listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm sick of writing this poem, but bring the boy his new name. His same old body, ordinary, black, dead thing. Bring him and we will mourn until we forget what we are mourning. And isn't that what being black is about? Not the joy of it, but the feeling you get when you are looking at your child, turn your head, then poof, no more child. That feeling, that's black. Think, once a white girl was kidnapped, and that's the Trojan War. Later, up the block, Troy got shot, and that was Tuesday. Are we not worthy of a city of ash, of a thousand ships launched because we are missed? always something deserves to be burned it's never the right thing nowadays i demand a war to bring the dead boy black back no matter what his name is this time i at least demand a song a song will do just fine look at what the lord has made above missouri sweet smoke hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a sunday morning yes we are it is a sunday morning um you know just uh a great day because uh i know later on today we're going to see uh walking dead in theaters we are i'm excited about that um you know and also um we we had a special uh special performance last night we did i was so i was so excited that i got the times wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, quite a few other people on the east coast <laughs> well look the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme of course uh is the other uh is the other side of that um and yeah uh like i said last night was special so i feel like we have a lot of stuff to talk about already and we need to get into it um because at three i have to do this too much with bossy where we're going to talk about the latest episode of atlanta um so i'm looking forward to that as well um and you know news still happen okay there's still plenty of other stuff to talk about in the world and you know people are probably expecting us to talk about starbucks uh they're probably expecting us to talk about uh whatever's going on with trump but first beyonce decided to shut the world down and put not only the first ever black woman headline uh coachella concert on but also the definitive coachella concert and i mean probably the last i mean is there really a reason (laughs) should we do anything after this is there a point of going to coachella if you get invited as an artist why go come on you're never gonna do nothing better than that your fave could never and it was the blackest yes it was because the the thing is i i heard she was performing i was like okay because she didn't perform last year because of her twins right so they was like was she performing and i was hearing it was going to stream it so i was like oh okay and i seen she put out you know it's gonna be at like 11 o'clock not realizing it was 11 o'clock or wherever the hell on the other earth she was it wasn't 11 o'clock eastern standard Pacific time. standard time and we've done this before i don't know how you forgot but we watched the outcast live performance 
for coachella at two or three in the morning at the old apartment oh we did and then we went to ihop because we couldn't go to sleep right um now this time i was kind of sick i was feeling bad all day and so i i tried to go to sleep and wake up uh but it was it was zero chance um, <laughs> but shout out to illicit memes and the black hookup because i did see uh get a stream of it this morning and was able to watch the whole thing in its entirety and get my entire life while karen was was sleeping in the other room i had to get my life quietly you know yeah like i did like i did because see i stayed up i was like you know what i wouldn't do this for nobody else but you uh beyonce because i love you and that two with that two o'clock came and i don't know the name of that group but uh my whole time timeline lit up like uh bitch we want beyonce get off the stage he talking about one more song i said one more got you bet that was actually where they lost me because you turned it on at the appointed time that she was supposed to start and post malone was doing that white iverson song and then he did a long ass speech about how people never let people tell you about your dreams and shit and i was like you know what nigga speaking of dreams i'm about to have sweet ones i will see y'all in the morning because i can't do anything more than what you just did right now and he was like all right now take it from the top of some shit i was like yep good night right i was like oh this is too much right um it was a lot because like i said i actually watched it like live i don't fuck with carl malone Mm-mm. i don't fuck with postmates um, I, I, I did i did post office i right. was like get off my goddamn screen i was not here for this here you are thinking it's about you when it's really not uh and then early, well because we tuned in early we did get to see tyler the creator show oh he put on a hell of a one-man show by himself which oh. is, <clears throat> if you've been following him since like the days of golf wang uh wolfgang um is an odd future it's so wild seeing him mature as an artist and be able to hold that shit down by himself oh and he was giving them a motherfucking show yeah it was amazing um and uh yeah so so i did get to watch that before we uh you know ended up watching a little bit of that nigga and uh post malone and being like all right that's it right because the thing is he actually was on at 11 o'clock east coast time right and then also i thought i right before i fell asleep i'm 100 percent sure i did hear the opening drums to beyonce yeah and then i fell asleep because i was like oh man beyonce didn't come out because it sounded like they got some band up there or some shit and i went to sleep because i was like damn post malone done made everything late um post malone done made everything late but i woke up in the morning and uh i really did get to see uh the whole thing um first of all it was the blackest shit ever y'all it was not a not a nay ray single colonizer on the guy motherfucker it was two it was two two. there was one dancer at the beginning okay they look they look kind of light-skinned and it was one dude on sex why karen because representation matters okay we don't have to become them okay to do what we do but um well they was on beat so i counted them as black right i mean maybe they was passing i don't know but in trump's america we still had the blackest show i've ever seen with a thousand two hundred and forty seven uh people on stage Uh, shout out to the few white people that was like hey we all ain't like that look this shit was so black they arrested at the starbucks for doing nothing like that's how black <laughs> that's how black this shit was yes because when it when it started off y'all it was a motherfucking black drummer a black female drummer mm-hmm. um and because 
and even if you didn't go to an hbcu you could relate but if you went to an hbcu it literally bought back halftime shows at the football games the basketball game we didn't give a fuck the band was the halftime show it wouldn't matter if it was your swimming squad you was gonna get the same motherfucking halftime show so i was here for him and it brought back so many memories it was so black they killed it in the horror movie before the credit started like that's how black this i got done with this i looked at my credit score i said man what the fuck i know i had a 700 before this you know <laughs> but it was that black it was in my i put it in my niece's name is what i'm saying is how black this shit was <laughs> it was so black oh my god oh uh, it was it was so it was like okay so first of all it starts off with an hbcu band before you even see her right and i'm like is this an hbcu band is who what right. and it's the the million dollar question i'm getting whose hbcu band is this that's what i want to know i feel like it's wakanda's hbcu band because nobody knew who band it was and you know everybody hbcu would have been out there be like, like they represent that's us yes. that's us oh here we go and like i don't know if they took the all-star olympic team from all the all HBCUs. hbcus like you had to like go through a rigorous fucking like because i can't imagine the training they must have had to go through to do that she shit. was doing motherfucking 11 hour a day fucking practices for this shit and everything had hbcu a contremont i imagine Beyonce was just walking around for the last like 12 months in her life with HBCU just behind her. Like everywhere she went, like she just go up, wake up, I'm gonna go ahead and go inside and uh, eat an avocado on some toast. And then in the background, just. You know what? You know what I mean? You know what? She 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 was like, uh, she sent out uh, Wakandan scouts to like, you know what? go check out the hbcus like like right. like, like it was several on every y'all didn't know who they were all the hbcu was, they was people the all the band people if you pull their lip down it's glowing inside yes. with some letters i understand <laughs> that's like i they were olympic level athletes in addition to being hbcu uh vetted because and that was the other thing too like i the coordination that throughout each song they were just always around like they weren't even always on stage mm-hmm. but it felt like they was always playing and they listen if you ain't been to hbcu or at least a band competition or or, or at least a homecoming go to one homecoming like you probably like maybe it didn't resonate with you but i can't imagine like if you black just the the mere like certain notes you hear you like i know this song and you get crunk even if you didn't go to an hbcu but if you go to an hbcu those are your half times those are your timeouts right those are your pre-games right they, they those get, are your post games they call a timeout they was like we got it wait an extra 30 seconds the band's still playing right lose it look lose the game win the party you know what i'm saying come on you were winning the party we lost we partying we right. lose we partying like yes maybe we did lose by 50 but you know what else though we also got our jam on so yes and, and the thing is for me the bleachers like 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 they had like metal bleachers so it really bought back like that football basketball feel i was like oh my god i am here for this Dog, she popped out two kids come on and pop right back on these niggas like like the game is over everybody got a year off to do their thing to get their little projects out if you didn't get it out in time too bad too bad the queen is back it was really it that's it just felt like snatched to the high ovens obviously like she just came out there was just like yes 
uh and i kept the cakes from the kids like i just kept i just kept this ass come on yeah. like that thickness like no surgery needed no right, cause no she, shots because the thing is she was she's a lot thicker now than she was when we seen her on hbo you was like yes that baby weight right i don't know what kind of ndas them hbcu people signed because i would have told i don't know how they i don't know what she they must have had like just killers on them like mm-hmm. Sniper's Sniper. trained on you at all times. You start like, talking about it. Your phone to blow up. Right. You say the word Beyonce and just a red dot pee on your chest. Like, uh, what are you doing, bro? Mm-mm. Or, <laughs> or like, uh, on like, uh, Naruto, how they do a, a, a jitsu on their tongue. Mm-hmm. So then, um, they had, so like I said, it was HBCU band just to kind of start the shit off. Then Beyonce came on stage and it was like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, she's back um and they were mixing in all the like sideline classic hbcu joints with her music i don't know what fucking like vision she had to have to make this happen because so i I don't want to be blasphemous because i did just see this and i don't want people to feel like this is hyperbole but it's gonna come off like hyperbole to those of y'all that don't believe um this shit was better than that michael jackson hbo concert to me because of the blackness you know what i mean because like she's turning around and doing like back that ass up with the crazy and love horns with everybody on stage twerking with a bleacher full of hbcu band like i don't like it hit me like you like i don't know if y'all ever seen the the concert that michael did at hbo uh for hbo i forget which uh what was the name of like the album that time but maybe it was moonwalker i don't anyway but he did this concert and it was like white girls was passing out before he even like got on stage like because the stage present was ridiculous this is not a distant mic at any level Mm-mm. but like as soon as he popped up from the bottom of the stage everybody was like oh make it and they just passed out and they had to like drag white girls fainting all the way out like that joint felt like that but for black shit <laughs> yeah and she had a nerve to do a remix of lift every voice and sing yeah this bitch chopped and screwed her own motherfucking song yep yep uh but yeah they hit the back that ass up in the middle of crazy and love horns then down for my niggas yes um like it was like it's like i said it's just certain shit that on that horn that horn accompaniment um at the hbcu when you hear that like immediately you know what i mean like you're like oh shit and of course we all in the stands cussing like fuck the mother niggas because i'm down for my niggas fuck the mother niggas because i'm down for my niggas like all up in the motherfucking all up in the stands being vulgar vulgar shit uh stomping niggas dancing in the aisles like it's a party so like all this shit was bringing me back there right so it was able you know like and we just happened to i don't know what they do now but we just happened to be at like a dope era of time where people was really using that crunk music to to really like add it to the um to the repartee of the um of the hbcu bands Mm -hmm. so like every you know so like if like i said if uh if um ain't no playing ga was big then guess what the fuck was you was gonna hear at the halftime next time you went to a basketball game mm-hmm. um and the thing is it was so much hbcu because they played like all genres mm-hmm. so it was like for the hbcu you know they had to get like the new school music so you know they would constantly add stuff but then they would have like that old school music so you got that new school feeling that old school feel and they even had the motherfucker announcer 
they announced yeah, well, the I've, I've got, I've got all this written down in order okay go uh, ahead. but it's cool if you want to skip around we can do it however you want oh no no we follow you you got it in order okay all right so then um after they did down for my niggas um that's when she did the um lift every voice and sing i said not the black national anthem how much black is this shit gonna get come on are they gonna eat a after church meal on stage <laughs> like it's halftime gonna be everybody sitting on the bleachers just like with fish plates like give me that hot sauce though fish like, plates mustard slaw right white people will be right back with y'all just one second i mean with 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 tea I right mean, in, in in little red solo cup people had on like and then she performed she had like this uh sorority sweater that uh I, I assume she made up like it's just the oh, beyonce there uh, uh it'll probably be on sale soon it is it's already on sale it's our see she's a fucking genius that's one of the things we don't talk about with beyonce enough is the marketing genius that she is um it's it's wild how like facebook is on trial this week because <laughs> they have no idea how to handle the monster of the internet they built and beyonce really is a genius like she does everything that people say you're supposed to do come on when it's like well don't be telling everybody your business unless you want them to know she does that uh when it's like uh you know she never had like a a rant on on facebook or twitter or, or instagram or some shit like that um she never responds back to haters that way like if she didn't if it's not in her art then you don't hear about it you know she's very selective with her interviews um her public image her her kid her kids her kids image um the things we know about her marriage is all shit that she want us to know you know what i mean like that's so wild to me to to know that she's so able to navigate it and everything you think when it's just like well um like you said i'm like oh man i wonder when she's gonna put them shirts on sale the link is in the credits you're like oh shit you know (laughs) when you're like uh remember when she did the halftime performance it was like man she should announce the tour right now oh new album mentor god damn like she just <laughs> i got 10 days to get ready right Shit. she's amazing like that and that, and you never really have an inkling other than just a gut feeling of like man it would be so cool if she did this but it actually happens when she does it it's, it's amazing yeah because it's basically her initials so it's bay delta nose oh okay okay that's dope um so then um uh, because i was up there trying to figure out the code i was like so beta delta what's k kappa beta delta kappa is a new did she just start a new sorority it took me a while to figure it out too i kept saying hmm what which one is this now like it's gonna be a b uh but uh <laughs> it's gonna be a b for yeah, the motherfucking uh, it was mascot. so many line jokes about what's your line name how right. can i sign up where her university at come on man um so yeah i i don't know um so then they did formation after they did the black national anthem um and the background dancers was out there looking like the dora miller j with how much stamina they must have had come on and, and this is only like 10 minutes in maybe and the uh dancers those outfits they had on where it was like one whole leg and then the other one was the whole thigh out yes and when her, they first came out with the king touch joint yes and, and that was everything and uh i was watching them dances they were thick all on one small i know so, some almost like on the left they, side I yeah, seen. they were all sizes so mm-hmm. i was like i see you that positivity uh but yeah they came out there and you had the dancers um i was the other part that was just fucking phenomenal and i cannot understate it enough overstated enough she sang the whole time 
Yes, that, that was joking about how her lungs was made out of vibranium. Listen. They were saying that Shiri, uh, 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 did something to give her that stamina. I mean, she just had twins less than a year ago. It's like, what is your rigorous cycle like? And like, we're not talking about she did this for 20 minutes. You know, like, I've seen Usher perform for like 10, 15 minutes and been like, ooh, that boy must be exhausted. You know, I've seen, we've seen Chris Brown perform. you like, well, he can't really sing anyway, but you know obviously he gonna have to lip sync because he dances so fucking hard like how can any human being do that come on apparently beyonce can she did all that dancing sang every fucking note with no background vocal like no there was no um uh under underlying like okay i'll take a break and and get my breath here while the while underneath you hear the song in the back no Mm -hmm. It was, it was all her it was live and with a microphone in the hand so yeah. she so she moved away with one hand free right oh <laughs> the my whole God. time oh twerking dipping with one hand free no head like not the headset mic the fucking hand joint dog yes um so then um uh after she did that shit um because i i don't i couldn't even walk uh down them bleachers without getting to the bottom and being like <sighs> y'all niggas Woo, hold on a second <laughs> all right y'all niggas calling for that illuminati shit all right let's hit it you know but she's just like <laughs> in, in heels no less um doing all this shit um yeah. then they had a step show oh go ahead oh because i don't know if you've ever um i seen bits and pieces of kelly was actually i don't know if it got canceled that but she was kind of doing like a reality show one period of time mm-hmm. and where she was actually going through and like picking talent and all that type of stuff and they was actually going through some of the rigorous things that Beyonce's daddy would have them do. And she would have them do shit like run on a treadmill in heels and sing. Right. You know, and shit like that. I was like, what? They was like, yeah, because you have to have stamina on stage and you have to be able to walk and perform and move around very quickly. And I was like, oh, y'all on another level. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know if it's the Wakandan Olympic team or what because all everybody was in shape uh i'm assuming they all practiced like that um they had to do probably everything she did come with on her to to make sure this shit worked and then keep it under wraps i, I don't know how you do it like I'm, i mean is it is it cloaked over like gamby it did with the black lightning did they like cloak the location where you can't find it on the map is it underground i don't know but then they had step they did like a whole like step show routine they turn star they turn the song sorry into the step show uh like yeah and, and it was still plenty of black men involved like it wasn't it so was. like there were no brothers on the scene or nothing like it was mad black dudes that was dancers and they would play like the bugaboo uh fraternity pledge type uh deal like uh they had like some little funny skits around that that was dope um you know she and then but every it was like every time there was like a little bit of break it would be like a minute to two minutes long and it would be some black artistry like like it'd be like black uh um what do they call it not alternative black um uh the day they would have like interpretive black interpretive dance right or some shit and it'd be looking artistic as fuck for two minutes and then she just pop up with a new outfit and you're like what just happened is right this, like and one time she disappeared came back she was on a crane i said man what the fuck happened she flashed up that's what i said i was like how the hell did she get up that high where did the crane come from i don't know how the hell she get on there so quick like did they drive it over the people like what the fuck 
how did the crane it was just over there she was up in the air for a little bit um but yeah and the other thing i realized too and i don't know if she meant to do this or what but um jay-z cheating on her really has made all of her back catalog of fuck these nigga songs forever relevant right it's forever relevant she can sing these songs for the rest of her life because people used to be like she married and she got y'all out there looking stupid talking about independent woman and men ain't shit and it's like mm, apparently men can still be ain't shit and you can be married to them come on who knew you know what i mean and now that people kind of know how jay did her she's gonna be forever be able to sing like single ladies and shit and people be like well i understand you know i get it it's not all crack it's not always cracked up to be on the other side of this our queen is a real person too right and the thing that was dope is she was mixing shit all the way from like destiny child to begin her solo career to just the latest album to fucking that song she did with dj khaled like all of it was getting mixed together in a like seamless artistic um like yeah, movie yeah whoever laid that down did a phenomenal job because the the jumping from like song to song to song to song was fucking flawless right but um you know matter of fact just thinking about her genius i forgot to mention like title on the back of that lemonade and then the lemonade's on hbo then the only place you can see it after then is on title then they like here's a free month now niggas sign up oh, okay I, you know i'm not gonna cancel this that's how they get you like she's yeah. a fucking genius and and even for this the only place you can get her was youtube right and even with yeah and even with this like they taking down all the streams so you better get it while you can yeah, they so- are showing replays on of it on youtube though so you have to figure out the schedule you can watch it again mm-hmm. uh but yeah she put me myself and i in the middle of sorry and it fits so well it's like oh damn it is like the fucking evolution of this song come on um and then um 23 minutes in she decided to shout out being at coachella <laughs> like 23 minutes in she's like oh coachella yeah i'm here you know yeah. like I'm, I'm so happy to be here i'm beyonce i'll be in entertainment tonight you know <laughs> like, <laughs> right try to order tip your waitresses right uh and then they had to then they did bow down and um they had these black dudes dancing with black like leather pants on with no shirts they look kind of like that video if y'all ever seen those black those those black boys that was humping that ottoman (laughs) and they was taking turns yes it went online that's hilarious (laughs) i think they was doing it to my pony by genuine it looked like that like it looked and they were getting it too like the on them bleachers like i said they these dudes are humping the hell out of this air and i you look i understand uh and that's when she popped up on the crane all right it's like i said she was down there with them niggas for a second doing bow down they chopped and screwed it them niggas danced for like 13 seconds i mean they they blinked the lights she flashed up next thing i know she was on the crane i was (laughs) like what the fuck is this right (laughs) then um uh then then they had uh and she sang on the crane for a bit and then they had um the interpretive dance black people and then after that they swag surfed yes they did they just just coming down from the mountain on high and just blessing us after letting everybody cook just she, like she i'm gonna go raise my babies enough. right y'all have until these babies can uh can walk and then y'all y'all are done y'all have a two you know who even got the catalog to do this shit 
i don't know but they paid somebody for all of this and i'm just saying no the catalog of songs what oh. other artist right now has a catalog of songs to blend all the way back from the start of their career to now so seamlessly thematically with all this like i said all this artistry beside it like the the blending of the band accompaniment only people i can think of of doing that mm-hmm. is um dre and big boy outcast mm-hmm. but see they ain't putting nothing out new they don't have the same no, catalog not, oh not, not, they, not like, recent but yeah no i'm talking re- no we i'm talking comparison like let's do it if we doing it like do my niggas and we did watch them do coachella but it wasn't like this greatness you know what i mean like this like that was almost more nostalgia yes she still got current hits like this shit goes today you know what i mean like this i, just, I, I see what you said and, and a like, year like, ago that's all niggas was playing like you know Cass is beautiful and everything my favorite rap group of all time but there's a time period where you're like and then Cass stopped making music oh correct you know what i, I, I mean what like, and like, big like, boy by himself ain't really put enough hits out to be like what beyonce just did correct you know and same thing you know dre's been acting and he puts out things here and there guest verses but you know and if they do put some out it'll still be a long break between the last project Mm. like she has consistently been putting shit out every few years and they consistently been hits and she can just sit here i don't know if there's another person in the world that can do this and you know and i didn't realize she's been doing this shit for like 22 years right so i don't know you know may like i was trying to say maybe janet but janet ain't had a hit like like she ain't had an album that just like there's no lemonades uh after a certain time for her correct i don't know who else doing it she's doing it so long and so at the top for it's i don't know if there's another person i was trying maybe mariah carey but then her latest joints they don't be like this they don't be like this you know i don't know y'all if y'all can come up with somebody let me know but everybody i thought of was dead or like they did it for a time and then they they haven't put out not here yeah so i'm I'm with you you talking about somebody that has a catalog and actually just putting out recent stuff yeah you gotta like you still working no you know like jay like you could say jay-z might could do this for rap but jay-z is her opening act you know what i'm saying like this is nothing comparable to it she's the biggest star on the planet um so uh yeah she so then um oh also i love how she was giving you like voice everywhere like sitting down standing up like every like operatic voice fucking like she was giving you everything the rap like everything she gave you every fucking version of it um for the people that really be like she can only do this that or the other she don't have the range like well she had it tonight what what's your favorite come on um yeah so then you had um uh they had another dance break to that that same old nigga from the block that shit was dope um and then they um got all the usefulness out of the bleachers i think they danced on they did everything but go under the bleachers yeah they did because <laughs> the smoke man was up underneath there though. they danced on the bleachers around the bleachers beside the bleachers in front of the bleachers like everything but underneath yeah they was like we got the smoke back here y'all can't come back here <laughs> um and then they had flawless with and the band was doing the horns for flawless perfect um just and then when she stopped doing flawless for a second and was like you know how did you wake up this morning and i was just like flawless i woke up like this exactly i'm in the house working right now by myself yes and for anybody because i did the marching band so if anybody the marching band like high school and college 
uh it brought back so many memories particularly if you were in art like the percussion oh they had all the horns they had everything and also it was like flawless but like um outcast horns yes so it was like you know for the transition after they get done with flawless is like i'm just like oh my god it's so it's just hitting me everywhere you know what right. i mean it was that, hitting me everywhere. that transition is undefeated that right then dj Khaled started talking yes and, and another one right came out of nowhere he was like coachella we need to call change the name from coachella coachella to beachella everybody start cheering and then she did her verse from um the new song they got with uh Khaled, um the one where she talked about you got sign a non-disclosure if you want to party with her because uh tiffany haddish told everybody um you think she told tiffany haddish about this performance and what she was gonna be doing mm-hmm. no okay I mean, what if she she might have told her made her sign an NDA? I don't know. If she did that, then yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but nah, she uh, they did they did uh, she did her verse from that, but that was just that one verse. Um, and then she did um, uh, formation, uh, which was also beautiful. And then she walked towards the camera, looked dead at it, and tilted her head, and then the camera turned off. And I was like, did this motherfucker turn my laptop off? What is going on? <laughs> what is Beyonce? What is now? This is a little too much power for one person to have. I didn't sign the NDA. You can't just turn. <laughs> I can't just turn my, my broadcast off. Just because I'm illegally streaming does not give you the right to come in my house and turn off my laptop. Okay. Uh, but it turned out it's just, uh, that was just like the next break. Mm-hmm. And then they did a, um, a frat like thing where they were like like when you do the crossing for the line right and uh <laughs> it was like each one was announcing his pledge and his fraternity name and then they like would do a dance and they would do a chant and then they would do they would like step and it was like i don't know five to eight brothers yeah. that were doing this like call repeat yeah yes and then my favorite part in my mind was the, when they cut to the audience at coachella which is a lot of white people too and i was like so many of these white people right now oh, are like oh my god so like the blue man group oh my god oh i know that was like what the fuck is happening here is this like the black man group is this like similar to what they do uh what are they doing up on stage i've never heard of this this reminds me of when i went to see rockapella live in vegas right is, uh, is this interpretive dancing what is happening up there <laughs> but you know all the black people was like yeah um <laughs> so um that was cool and then they had a majorette come on in white what is her instagram at i need to i don't her. know but she was the thickest thing ever twirling and popping listen she killed that white okay she came out there and i like i said if y'all know her at holler at your boy i just want to follow her pictures that okay? was 100 percent hbcu <laughs> come on man and she was twirling the uh like um batons and everything like she did the whole routine then she went up on stage and twerked with everybody and i was like amazing uh like i said every and this was just like a break like for beyonce like every once in a while they put a break in for either costume change or for her to like um you know like change positions on the stage right and everything was black as fuck you know what i mean like one break was just everybody eating popeyes that was the break <laughs> <It just> got- <laughs> everybody <laughs> <eating> fish plates <laughs> 
<laughs> we come back next break everybody playing cards one break was just everybody asking who made this potato salad that was the whole yes! break yes everybody going down the stage there was a jew who made this um but nah it was it was the breaks was dope um then when she came back they broke out the all black woman string section Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they played don't hurt yourself making it all orchestral and shit come on orchestra them strings they had a goddamn orchestra hidden amongst the hbcu band. band i didn't know i just thought all the people was up there in the band Mm-mm. and because it seemed like everyone was always working hitting cymbals or something and then we cut back one time it's just niggas got violins like yeah i bet i bet i bet you on the on them bleachers they put them because it probably was somebody from the woodwind section they put the flute and clarinet and piccolo down and just was like i can do both right they took the guitar out of don't hurt yourself and inserted an entire fucking orchestra dog i don't understand to even conceive it to even think of it because like that's the big thing about you know don't hurt yourself is you got jack white over there with the guitar going hard as fuck on that riff and her being angry being like you know i ain't your average bitch boy you know what i'm saying and instead you have this like violin like like uh just accompaniment to to the same with the same delivery and just as angry right and that was when she had the bubble jacket on and at the end she sat down and really gave you like an opera uh like some opera vocals and then and took the jacket off and i said "Uh oh it must be about to get sensual because i could tell because beyonce always had that moment in her uh in her show where you be like "Mm, clothes starting to come out hold up hold up um it might be about to get sexy and i was right (laughs) because partition started playing and everybody know when partition come out the cakes is about to come out and she set it off on them bleachers like i remember it was it the grammys no it wasn't the grammys it was an hbo special it was it was either hbo uh, yeah it was definitely an hbo special um was she fucked the fuck out of that couch come on she gave the couch the business nigga she fucked them bleachers what fuck the bleachers yes she fucked them bleachers dog um for partition um it was the contra code like it's just i'll just shake shout out to the cameraman he was doing his motherfucking job yeah it was all up on i I actually took a screenshot and put it on my twitter because i was like are y'all seeing what is this is not right this ain't fair what are what are people supposed to just perform after this we supposed to just act like this didn't happen and it's okay for people to just keep making music and shit okay (laughs) if that's what i'm glad cardi got an album out first so we could enjoy that me too because i don't want to hear nothing after this um but then uh did she did me hinte shout out to puerto rico the song that she did she was featured on um trying to write and all the proceeds went to helping puerto rico mm-hmm. unlike the president <clears throat> uh and they all blended together so seamlessly um and then uh i thought i heard jay-z's music for a second i said is that jay-z song uh that she did the chorus and then jay-z actually came out y'all and i said good for him i know he left the babies backstage for a few minutes good for him i'm glad he got to be a part of this you know what i mean because i know that's her man and and people can't stand him i know people got mad i was not mad i was like yeah this makes sense they're getting ready to tour together this makes complete sense here's the underrated part of this though and i and i want to reiterate jay-z's music starts playing he comes out 
he's on stage for a hot 49 seconds he does his verse beyonce says um y'all give it up for jay and i swear to god the camera panned back and he was gone yeah it was just enough time for him to walk from one end of the stage to the other jay is a great example of getting out your woman way great example right a lot of people get out toxic masculinity would have fucked them up by now they would have been got that divorce come on you know i bet i guarantee you that's part of why he was cheating i guarantee that shit that the whole like inferiority complex of finding out you the second act in your marriage or whatever the fuck like you the you you the uh you the opener in your marriage like that's got a as a dude whose entire ego is structured around being a, a rapper that brags about being the baddest motherfucker in the world come on like um to to then turn around and have everybody be like you an opening act for your bitch you know how niggas is in the uh, rap game i guarantee it was fucking with his head but uh it seemed they, i don't know what the therapy he got or whatever i don't know if it was hot sauce to bat or what but that nigga completely adjusted his whole thing he like okay bye babe see you at home and just d- dipped me, out i know me, me and the twins in blue will see you at home baby. right thank you thank you for letting me be a part of this like he did everything except speak to the other women on the way out like all right y'all have a good one y'all have a good time uh <laughs> yeah y'all have a good night you know hey t- bring her back safe all right guys y'all have a good one He's like that's he did everything except that you know um and so then uh they did hay in the middle of the barn once again another like hbcu classic um and then um that was when she said and i'm like this is why she'll forever be everything she really did stop look out in the in this in the um in the crowd and say coachella thank you for letting me be the first black woman to headline coachella ain't that about a bitch (laughs) come on listen okay you know how many people have taken that stage and they use it to perform and show they belong but beyonce and uh serena those are two people that when they come to these platforms they act like they too good for them and don't want them not only do they show up and show the fuck out they dominate in a way that nobody else can duplicate right and then on the way out they let them know i don't really have no reverence for this shit like that like this like this is more about the landmark of i came to your little your little party where you didn't want me to invite me come on i could have been anywhere else right i could have did this anywhere but i wanted to come here take y'all money kick y'all ass and tell y'all y'all ain't shit on the way out right she was like you know i could have put this whole performance did this whole performance in my motherfucking backyard bitch if i wanted to but right i decided to show up right i need y'all to understand this is a goddamn travesty i'm the first and only come on like y'all i don't know what y'all gonna do after this but this is unacceptable unacceptable <laughs> y'all didn't y'all almost didn't get this excellence come on all these great performers and shit as long as y'all been doing this motherfucking show and i'm the first and two and and the lord and i save you beyonce 2018 mm, she almost looked in the camera and just said can y'all believe this shit y'all y'all almost didn't get all this come on it's about as bad right. as she was uh singing that song she said suck on my balls and then push the camera down right just i mean just because like the thing is coachella is run by like some conservatives we've talked about 
dude donating to like anti-gay charities and shit and there's i'm of two minds about it and honestly um i don't judge people either way you can show up and say well i'm doing this to kind of show inclusion and to be like look these motherfuckers um my messages in my songs are the opposite of what they do and it's important i come to their venue and tell people like spread the word i can understand that and i'm not knocking people for doing that there's just these are just different choices that people make in the way that they want to navigate the world there's also the people that are like i'm just keeping my head down let me come get this money or whatever right because like i feel like it's just as important that tyler the creator comes there and talks about being bisexual and shit and you know like openly talking about uh yelling at them about kissing the dude and shit and i'm like yeah that's kind of dope considering what the fuck this organization well not the organization but the guy who runs it right what he's given to his money to before um and the same thing for beyonce like if she doesn't go then a black woman never headlines coachella correct but if she does go she headlines i understand that conflict right you want to break that barrier but more importantly i love that she broke the barrier and let them know i know i'm breaking this bitch like there's never should have been a barrier and y'all should be ashamed of that shit in the first place let's keep now let's keep the party bar uh, right (laughs) and that was a shout out to all the other black women before her yes that actually actually could perform Mm -hmm. that they overlook and it don't even matter the genre it's just mm-hmm. the fact there's so many as long as they've been doing they've been doing coachella for years. 18 years i believe right so you have you mean tell me out of 18 years you've had tons and tons and tons and tons of artists right. black female artists be it they sing be it they rap whatever else we had a motherfucking yodeler yodeler up there so you mean to tell me you let a motherfucker yodel you can't tell me you can't put no black woman out there on your show well, they've had black women as as artists they've never had one headline so so black women have performed but still this headlining is different like and beyonce been the probably the top artist for at least it's like lebron james none of them 18 years she was the top artist not till last year when they invited her so yeah that i mean it's kind of ridiculous right um so yeah i love that she brought it up i love that she said it in their house in their face uh and then she performing again next weekend so she coming back <laughs> she's probably gonna say that shit twice <laughs> oh uh, she'll come back it's gonna be a whole motherfucking brand new show right and then she did who run the world girls and she like you said she had shouted out all the black women that had paved the way for her to even be there right and then bam destiny child came out and i was like yo what is happening right now mm-hmm. <laughs> like i love the synergy of her really being like all the girls help me make it here blah 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 and then showing up like hey michelle hey kelly <laughs> y'all ready to do this i was just talking about y'all and then they went I know out that, there hey girl right <laughs> i mean i know the the original two sitting at home but still like it was kind of it was dope oh and then they did uh like say my name um i think they did bills um i can't remember what else they did and then um i did notice that even when they were standing literally within a foot of each other i'm soldier that's what the other one soldier was. that's what it was yes literally when they were standing within a foot of each other i'm not and I, this is not exaggeration y'all can watch it on the tape beyonce's hair was still blowing in the wind her hair blew the whole motherfucking show where are these right. magical ass fans but, but that see, follow her around i'm used to her hair blowing the whole show that's nothing to me okay I'm a, i've been over that karen that halo effect 
whatever only her i don't understand how the fuck she was standing next to kelly and next to michelle and their hair wasn't blown at all what level of technology is that i think she might be a mutant or something or a witch ah! some it's something it's not a goddess how's that possible because i was looking i rewound everything i was like let me go back because hell kelly kelly had her like a little fro poof thing going on the top of her head i was like you could definitely tell if wind was blowing that nope just beyonce hair right next to her they holding her hands they blowing hard too. and her hair blowing and hers not arm around her beyonce hair blowing hers not right michelle hair was just a perm beyonce hair blowing michelle's not Mm-mm. not a strand the fuck kind of science is this i don't know um wakanda's real y'all yeah that that was that was amazing um and also kelly is still so bad don't make no fucking sense um so then uh after kelly and michelle got exit speeches unlike jake uh unlike jay jay just homer simpson away right <laughs> he know why he was there he okay. was like all right y'all have a good time don't keep out too late right <laughs> and he took his ass me, me and the baby's going back home that's where you see us at baby have a good and then he's went home and watched the rest of the show on on, on youtube like we did yeah with kelly and michelle she was like those are my sisters it's so important for y'all to be here and then they left and i was like oh man that's that was so dope um mm-hmm. and then she had a dance break and motherfucking solange came out of nowhere and they just had a black girl moment right i thought they were gonna double dutch it was so they because they had like a dance breakdown and they was just doing every fucking like black girl dance uh from the time they were kids to now and and the thing is y'all i was looking at them and the whole time my knees was hurting watching the whole show (laughs) because i mean it was a lot of squatting a lot of bending a lot of you know knee action going on a lot of lower back action going on and beyonce in her 30s and she was in them bleachers dipping dapping rolling popping i was like go ahead and then after that dance break when solange left that was the first time in the history of me watching beyonce stuff that i ever saw sweat she was sweating and she had a towel and she wiped off some sweat now i am of the belief that she only sweated for the appearances of uh of the show at that moment yeah, I don't think she was sweating. I think sweating. she made herself. Y'all say she can't act, but I think she made herself sweat. Just yeah. so to have that one moment of like, guys, we're wrapping it up. I'm getting tired. It's been an hour, 45 minutes straight of me dancing with an HBCU band in the background and back, different background dances. Everyone else got to take a break, but me, me and Solange dance, you know, all this stuff. And now I'm going to wipe my head and talk to y'all. And the thing about that that was so funny, I don't know what kind of spray tan stuff, you know, they put on her, mm-hmm. but uh, when she wiped herself off, there was no makeup residue, and I think she threw it to a fan. They were probably, She did. They, I know they fought. I'm looking for it on eBay. I, know I, they, I haven't seen it yet. They were probably fighting over each other. Yeah, I, 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 I'm assuming pieces of it are on eBay, because I'm sure they ripped it in half fighting for it, but uh, y'all, if y'all get the link, let me know. Um, ask for a friend uh but then and then she uh i forget the last song she sang um and then that was it that was like that was the wrap up that was an hour 45 minutes later um she did that shit man and i was here for i know a lot of people was talking about the sound of the crowd uh but to find out uh what they did they suppressed the crowd was actually really loud y'all they suppressed the the noise of the crowd because of the stream they do that with all the acts and see we talked about this with outcast 
um there's a big group of people on the internet that i'm upset obviously that we can't be there at the concert so we pretend that all the people at the concert aren't good enough to be there and they don't like the like them as much as we do in our homes and they're not being loud enough and they're not singing enough but honestly it's mic'd up for us to hear the artists not the fans correct you know what i mean like they they do a good job of making us get the kind of experience at home of this this artwork you know and i appreciate that shit me too yeah it was love on top that's what it was thank you um and she did like the slow version it was it was good so then um but yeah so there's a lot of people that like to be like y'all motherfuckers ain't doing this but every time they paying to the crowd they was getting their life come on it was like standing room only and shit and then also um i didn't want to hear the crowd you know because you wouldn't have been able to hear her and then the last thing was um the people in the crowd um like when the when the artist is performing they always do crowd work of like it doesn't matter if there's a billion people and everybody's loud as they can be they always are like sing this part all right now do it louder you know like that's just i've never seen a concert where it was like sing this part oh wow that's that's loud enough that's perfect thanks guys you always get people more hype you know so people use those couple of moments to be like oh they really must have a whack crowd out there or whatever so i don't know it see it was dope so i loved it um and i think that was everything all 1247 people on stage yeah yeah she had everybody and their mom and the thing is people go why beyonce ticket's so expensive baby she got a thousand people on stage you gonna pay for the and an invisible fan you gonna pay for that performance man and um and she performed every song she's ever done in 18 years like what the fuck like who like i said she can charge as much as she wants just because there's nobody else that can do that right and also uh for me for somebody that actually uh watched it uh live it was so much fun on social media Mm -hmm. for the first time in a long ass time i like i enjoy twitter over facebook please don't get me wrong but for the first time in a long ass time it reminded me of twitter in its first days when everybody was on there and an event happened and everybody came in and everybody was just happy to be there and everybody was just tweeting and had jokes and had a good time because like on our, like on our coast it was you know when it ended it was like four four something in the morning you know so the average person was in the bed mm. so you were so you were if you actually stayed up long enough you were actually a beyonce stand if that makes sense like all them other hate they, they were probably in the bed so asleep club and party unless they was on the west coast yeah unless they was on the west coast but everybody on this coast most of them niggas was sleep mm-hmm. so you was able to tweet and joke and have fun and repost like when i tell y'all we had a ball and then after it was done everybody was looking like now the fuck what i was sleeping now i'm wide awake and it took me like another 30 45 minutes to actually calm down and go to sleep we would make a waffle house jokes mm-hmm. you know where y'all want to meet up you know what do i do now how do i go back to sleep you know and so when i tell you that the live thing i that's those are one of the uh things that i love about twitter i love when live events are like that positive because it was like a very positive thing when it comes to the live tweeting which is something that you rarely get on twitter anymore because it's particularly our big events because there's so many people but this right here was one of the and i think it had a lot to do with her performance time what time she performed i was here for it i had a ball i got my life i was up to five o'clock in the morning 
yeah i i like i said i saw it in the morning um with the stream and i got my life and people it was funny people were interacting with my tweets and stuff because people were still watching it in the morning as well and like i said they replay it on coachella's channel so y'all can figure out which channel is trying to replay and, and probably catch it today if you want to see it mm-hmm. you know um watch it again so oh my god she's everything she really is the greatest right now it's not yes, it's not is. close your fave could never nobody else would i be willing to stay up to 2 30 a.m that's why i don't give a fuck about uh, a grammy or not you know what i mean like album of the year grammy sure would be nice for white people to recognize but we already know you know um all right we've talked about this for a while i don't even know what else to talk about um we should probably just get into our section segment so like i said i have to i do have a hard out today um so let's do fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who made it all right where to start where to start um i guess we can start at um uh, stop me if you heard this one before Karen. okay two black men walk into a starbucks and uh <laughs> they get arrested order uh, oh oh <laughs> i thought it was order gonna order a latte chopper mocha espresso Mm-mm. you should take time to learn some of the actual names of drinks there ah! um never but uh yeah they um they end up getting arrested for being black while trying to drink uh by trying to wait on their friend um in the lobby of starbucks which has free wi-fi and you know you would think and people sitting there all motherfucking day typing their imaginary novels people have uh all sorts of meetings there um all the time all damn day uh of course the police commissioner um after finding out they got arrested says uh police did nothing wrong uh, starbucks ceo has uh come out and issued an apology and said that uh the there was a reprehensible outcome in the philadelphia incident um so from my understanding what happened was these brothers came into starbucks they sat they they sat down um they were told that um well no they actually weren't told shit they um i think they said couldn't use the bathroom unless they wanted to order unless they ordered something now there's witness accounts from quote unquote good white people who said i came in there right before them they gave me the bathroom so i didn't order shit there's another person said i sat in there for two hours i know the fucking thing nobody called the police so i don't know what the common denominator could be can i don't know what could make them call the police on this person but not on the other people (coughs) you got any uh you got any um any ideas um like my friend randolph is because it's the blacks the black people so because they were black you think they called the police and mm-hmm, because the other people yeah. were white and, and they it didn't call the police and it wasn't a customer. i guarantee you it was an employee 
Mm, well yeah the person who called the police was an employee right because the white folks was minding their own business not paying them niggas no attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and yeah so they they got arrested um there's video of the mm-hmm. there's uh, videos of the uh arrest i hadn't seen it don't want to see it okay it's not violent or anything like that oh, if okay. that's what you're wondering nobody got beat but i don't know it's still kind of sad because you know you did the right thing you you were docile quote unquote but you shouldn't have to be that way you know you have every right to sit in that like anyone else did they drop the charges did they get dismissed they were held in in they were held in jail till one in the morning one in the morning one in the morning right i just i guess i gotta make the time today because y'all decided you disrupt my whole so everything else i had planned after this is gone Mm-hmm. yep and by the way that friend arrived while they were getting arrested the friend they were waiting on are you serious yep mm-hmm. like this is definitely a lot of black people's um nightmare you just mind your motherfucking business and some fucking white person gets scared and decides that you are a motherfucking threat like especially going in like white spaces sometimes and this it's something i really have been fighting myself to get over the last at least two or three years like actively because you know i'm an american citizen i should have the right same rights as everyone else and um certain things that i let intimidate me or i just limit myself who knows what could have been the result if i would have just been like well you know what i'm gonna go in there more than likely nothing's gonna happen i mean there's what thousands of starbucks throughout america this has only happened this to this one time that we know of you know so it's not i feel like starbucks is institutionally um racist and doesn't want black people in that thing i mean if one if anything starbucks has actually done that white liberal thing of airing too far with the like we want to have our employees have a discussion about race remember that race together Mm -hmm. with common reading the race together newspaper right yeah and i was like yeah that's ridiculous no black person wants that i mean we appreciate you trying but don't don't try to spill the uh don't try to give me some motherfucking um some racial uh discourse while also serving me my coffee at 7 a.m i just need the caffeine bro you know (laughs) so um but yeah so i don't know that starbucks is necessarily has the reputation of say like a denny's correct and it's also one of those things too where that fear of not wanting to go in white spaces is the end result of white supremacy it's right put a fright in you where you like oh white folks i'm scared yeah and it's not me that's doing it no. for, you know like i'm not th- there's nothing i did wrong you know what i mean um but that's the end result that white supremacists. yeah but wrong. i definitely feel that feeling like i feel mm-hmm. i you know we went to a restaurant last night i'd never been to and it was at this um part of town that is m- mostly like the white side of town a lot of white Correct. people stay over there and i had on say just shorts and a t-shirt and i saw when we pulled up these are things i noticed there were people standing in the parking lot and they had on like khakis and a button up and i was like oh is this like one of them fancy restaurants and i'm basically underdressed for it and black um because i don't think white people really worry about this that much um, they, they'll come with motherfucking flip-flops on and a right. five star and not give a fuck you better serve them but that was one of the things I actually stopped <laughs> it's funny because like you can call i I would never call it resistance but i guess it kind of is in a way like i stopped dressing up once i started working for myself like i just decided like 
i'm not wearing unless it's a formal occasion like a funeral or wedding or some shit i am no longer putting on fucking like shit to apply to a dress code to go somewhere because i shouldn't have to do that i'm an adult i know how to behave myself and if i can't walk into your place your establishment with nikes on i probably it's probably not a good spot for me you know and i should come first in my life you know what i mean so you know i've been invited because i'm like do they got a dress code and it's like yeah you might have to do this i'm like then i'm not going and i don't think people understand oh, they necessarily don't. relate but i'm like that, that that's my resistance i don't want to do that shit yeah i don't want and i should be able to like walk you could have a fucking tie on and a suit and a coat i should be able to sit table next to you not bothering nobody eat my meal and leave and you should not say shit to me about it because i had the money to pay for my meal i tipped my person very well and i don't have any problems that's the only thing i should be guaranteed when i go into an establishment money in exchange for service right and it's a very small thing but it's very real to me i don't like i really do believe in that um so we go out last night you know and i'm like and they had a big part of my mind i was like ah should we just go somewhere else because if i walk in and everybody got on a fucking suit i'm just gonna want to leave you know what i mean like i immediately thought like i don't want to be in this stuffy ass place and they might even look at me sideways now i gotta they gonna act you know certain way and all that was in my head by the way i feel yeah but and i've done this many times before where i'll be like ah, i'm gonna find somewhere else but we went in we had a great meal you know they treated us fine there was never there were other people in there that were in suits and ties that, like they couldn't with function or something mm-hmm. but there were other people in there that had on like t-shirts and shit i saw a couple black families in there so i knew like okay i feel more comfortable being here right um but yeah that presence of other black people in there dressed dressed down um that presence of um people in there with you know casual gear on made me feel more comfortable going in there we shouldn't have to be that way as black people but it is that way for me i can't speak to other people and what their experience is but it definitely is that way for me at times you know as a large black man you know knowing that my presence is a danger to some people just by the mere fact that i'm breathing you know um so yeah uh i've been in places where i where i've never i also had the opposite experience where i've left i've seen someone i'm like this shit too white and i just it's like not because i don't want to experience it because i'm gonna walk in there and i just don't want to deal with the any level of bullshit over the fact that these white people are now made uncomfortable by the fact that i would want to i don't know eat a biscuit at the place they eat a biscuit you know what i mean but it's and when you see the justifications in the comments on this arrest shit this is not just starbucks that call that one manager it's not just those two police officers um it's just not the bystanders in the restaurant you know many of which did speak up shout out right. to those white folks many of them was like hey uh why are y'all arresting them they didn't do nothing i've been like they was actually speaking up and speaking out like i don't understand they didn't do nothing wrong like they verbally was saying this why are they being arrested and they spoke out because honestly it meant like that we as black people even seeing the injustice happen to another black person we know that we just become the next person to get arrested come on all us going to jail like they don't there's no like you know uh distinguishing between like well these guys are troublemakers and you're just blah 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 if they're arresting those docile didn't do anything but comply just wanted to, to sit in the lobby of starbucks niggas they are also gonna arrest my angry ass for being like hey man what the fuck are y'all doing why are y'all arresting them now those white people can get away with that because cops value white lives so when the white people are like hey buster 
wait a gosh darn minute and they was upset drinking them frappes mm-hmm. now you just you just chap my flapjacks buddy and and whatever <laughs> they yes! say yes like you can say that to the cops because they're not gonna arrest you for the most part unless you get physical with them or something they're just gonna now they might ignore you but they're not gonna arrest you so i'm glad that those white people was there that, and chose to say something because we've seen that video a million times and the bar is so low people don't say shit no they don't no they don't and sometimes they be like good arrest them. right like we've also seen that where it's like i'll take them away officer so like i said you hear you hear, you hear the white people you hear the white dude being like this is ridiculous what they get what are they getting uh caught for they're just too black because they're two black people in here you know now um the other part is like the cowardice of the um the staff to do that because i guarantee why this commotion was happening these people were getting arrested they never came out and said hey whoa whoa whoa! i didn't think y'all i didn't want them to be arrested and that's how you know that they called them oh they did they admitted they called them it's not a yeah it was not a um you know and that and like when i first saw the report it was like a room full of white people they arrest a black man i'm like damn did every white person call the cops because the niggas was just in there but nah it only takes one and in this case um the customers probably were not bothered weren't even thinking about that shit right um you know but it's but it's definitely a concern that a lot of it, it, one of the reasons the story is going so viral is because it's a concern for a lot of black people right i'm minding my own motherfucking business and i get goddamn arrested and a lot of us that exist in spaces where i mean for the most part you live in america you're gonna be in white places places where it's mostly white people and you're the only black dot in a lot of places we're very fortunate to live in charlotte but i mean there's a lot of places you can go and you're like i'm the only nigga here. what's going on you know um and you just hope that so this ain't the day some racist shit happens correct you know um and of course white people are all up in the comments that there must be something more to the story what did they do maybe the video doesn't show everything because that's 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 how they choose to believe about us and that's that white supremacy and that's the reason those guys are arrested right it's not just those cops and it's not just the person that called it's every white person that looks at that video and goes well they're probably guilty of something because it's a systematic problem because they're black and you can't imagine that black person being innocent you know what i mean they can't imagine a human being yeah they can't imagine a world where that black person's like their son and their son goes dad you know i wouldn't go in with starbucks and do some some wild shit i just sat there and they came and arrested me you know if your son called you with that and you're a white person you go well god damn it we're gonna sue the goddamn latte out of those motherfuckers and we will have they'll be calling it star smiths by the time i'm done you know whatever and when there's black people it's like well what did they do wrong what did they have on uh the police were called because the men hadn't ordered anything um said um melissa dipino who put it on twitter the video they were waiting for a friend to show up who did as they were taking out handcuffs for doing nothing um all the other white people are wondering why it's never happened to us when we do the same thing right like i said 
it'd be motherfuckers in there all goddamn day long doing motherfucking they treated like the fucking library i had a business meeting when we first started this business in starbucks that's where the guy wanted to conduct the business meeting that i didn't order shit he didn't order shit we just sat down we talked about bank i was wearing a t-shirt and some and some shorts and or maybe even jogging pants and we had a, a whole business meeting and that was actually like i said that was the start of my whole like well why the fuck can't i go to a business meeting in fucking t-shirt and shorts i run my business that way and the money still count the same what black dollars don't count like you still gotta go to the same bank account and you still want me to invest in the same um uh roth ras and the same 401ks you want me to do the same adp uh payroll thing that you courting these white businesses with i'm not putting on a fucking suit for you for that you put on the suit that's what it's time for you need to put on a suit to impress me because i can go find somebody else to do this shit come on so you, you want my business right but i imagine if i showed up early and somebody called the fucking cops just because i was there you know and like i said i'm not so i've seen people say boycott starbucks and shit on twitter and social media and as I, as with all things i don't really boycott anything but proud to the people that feel like that's the way to express their anger and i think that's what it's more about we're bo- we're bothered by it we're all personally insulted and so that's why people are saying that but strategy wise this feels more like a sit-in type thing like this would be it would be dope for people to actually go sit in don't order shit and just stay like you know you call it a boycott if you want but i'm not telling people to see the way boycotts work you need to be already giving them your money and then take it away now i'm not saying that's not what black people are suggesting but if you don't frequent boy uh starbucks already if you're not a coffee consumer already um and you're just saying a boy hashtag boycott because it's some easy shit to say um i don't blame you and i'm i'm angry too there's nothing wrong with saying that shit but if we're talking about if you have an ask of starbucks i don't know what people's ask is specifically i have some things in mind but i'm not an activist and i'm not trying to tell anybody how to do they live their life but you know maybe you want them to have a universal policy for each store like because right what i heard was that their policy doesn't tell you to kick people out for not ordering but they also don't have a universal policy right so some individual stores may run that shit differently so maybe we want them to have a universal policy maybe that's a great answer i think they maybe do. you want this person fired because i don't think they've been fired yet yeah they should be because you you employee calls this brand now to have a motherfucking tarnish on its name because of your fucking racism you got right. to go and and the thing is the employee said apparently i wasn't trying to get them arrested yeah but why'd you call the cops for any reason the cops came for what then if they weren't gonna arrest him why were they there what was suspicious about those two black men but not the the white patrons who have gone on social media and been in interviews and said i was in the same place i asked for the code to the bathroom and didn't buy a thing and they gave it to me why didn't you call the police on them the person that said i was in there for an hour and a half i didn't order anything i was just working on some stuff using their wi-fi why did you not call the police on that person there's no good excuse that starbucks can come up with that will make me believe this person not a fucking racist they may not meant for this person to get arrested you know 
but it's, that was the end result cops cops arrest why the fuck unless it was a fire or an emergency or somebody was dying cops arrest people this and, is what they do and they don't arrest see cops don't arrest people karen not everybody they arrest us right, they shoot right. us correct they beat us so you can't even for the same reason you felt compelled to call the police is the same reason those police felt compelled to arrest those men they would have handled that totally different if those white people we know we have the proof in the pudding right there they were not just arresting everybody that day you know there were other people in the restaurant that were white cops weren't called cops didn't ask around hey hey what about you buddy you bought anything no they didn't do that so in to me it's like i don't know how this person can't be fired i don't know so if let's say that's the goal you you want policies in place universally and you want um the person fired and maybe you want restitution to these two gentlemen maybe those those are the three things let's say those are the three 1 a.m yes you're gonna pay me for my time right so let's say those are the three ask right because you have to ask some ask if you're gonna make a if you have some protests and shit i mean there's a you don't have to have an ass because people like expressing their rage and there's nothing wrong with that oh, black people were always angry there's always some shit going and i completely understand it's exhausting and if you just want to say fuck starbucks and wear a fuck starbucks shirt and that's the end of it boycott i'm never eating there again whatever i understand that and i'm not telling anybody what they need to do but to me it seemed more like you have your three demands and then you just go to starbucks and everybody sits in on that bitch you don't have to buy a goddamn thing call the cops on all of us you trying to arrest 70 people today bring the fucking van you know what i mean because that that's the shit that i think would bring about those three things i talked about now maybe they're already working on this correct because it is starbucks they are kind of hippie-ish they are i wouldn't say savvy but they are aware quote-unquote mm-hmm. of social media branding and shit like that i wouldn't call them savvy because they i've seen them fuck up before correct so savvy is probably the wrong word but aware of their brand and how it's getting tainted right now so i i I would hope that within a, a short amount of time that person's fired those dudes are compensated somehow and um they have a policy in place universally like we got retrained the whole staff this shit ain't cool yeah because if this happens again y'all right. gonna be on the news again exactly and it's gonna be way worse if it happens twice because look at denny's denny's had some racist shit happening like south carolina one time everybody was like damn that shit was racist i never really liked denny's and this shit happened like two more times everybody's like fuck denny's niggas don't go to denny's now right right and we had one up the street from us i'll never add that bitch and that bitch closed down right and that's been years now right so we not even talking about like some I see like denny's. I'm like, like no. didn't happen back when we was kids and i and black people down here be like fuck denny's forever right down here yes i'm not going to no motherfucking denny's like kids get born you come out the womb and they be like fuck denny's you're like that's right little kid we don't go to denny's we this don't a waffle house family or whatever you know when well, i hot family whatever yeah. you want to call it so uh anyway man i you know i also think you know social media is so um reactionary at this point that is more about venting our frustration so i also understand i just want to be triply clear on this shit i understand the hashtag boycott starbucks people even if i don't know that that tactic would work or if it's really the answer i just think it's something that we say to a lot of shit it's cancel this boycott that fuck blank 
but i really do think um like if people sat in that because see the whole point is that one person but let's say you're extending it to our starbucks the lesson was we don't want black people in our space right and so i'm like yeah i'm not gonna reward you with that i'm gonna show up in your space use all your wi-fi up order all the extra waters and napkins and be like i dare you bitch you know what i mean like to me that that's what i like you know but um yeah that's just that's that's just one person that uh that called so i don't know if this is uh you know maybe more shit will come out but um yeah uh as i and obviously a hundred for me i'm definitely fucked with just as a black person in america man and i'm telling like i'm telling y'all i mean many of y'all probably identify with what i'm saying right now like i have this fear sometimes i do too you know i'm like ah this place i hope these white people ain't tripping you know what i mean i hope these white people don't try to act like i don't belong you know just i'm i got the same rights as them but somehow i can't exercise my right to eat a, a chicken sandwich with these motherfuckers you know uh i would read the starbucks uh statement but i don't really care Mm-mm. um I, if they don't fire the person i don't i really don't care if nope. they don't compensate the people and put uh, in a new policy, policy nothing they have to say to me matters like i think they already issued a statement that was real quick on saturday then the ceo issued a statement and i'm like i don't care about any of this and then the police commissioner defended the two cops that arrested the black men for doing nothing which is the fucking problem yeah yep you know the police. i don't basically says we'll do the shit again can't even look for an apology from the um for the police you know that ain't gonna happen police never make mistakes as far as police concerned um so yeah um now what's funny though is richard ross the guy who's the police commissioner guess the race watch he be black he black right and he said um they did nothing wrong they did they, they did a service they were called to do and if you think about it logically that if a business calls and they say that someone is here that i no longer wish to be in my business officers now have a legal application to carry out their duties and they did just that uh he is black he says as an african-american male i'm very aware of implicit bias we are committed to fair and unbiased policing and anything less than that will not be tolerated in this department okay they love to say that after saying some after doing some racist shit don't they (laughs) i just (laughs) i'm gonna start applying that to my personal life and shit how could you cheat on me now here at my penis incorporated we would never ever condone cheating or infidelity of any type we have a zero policy i am well aware of infidelity through watching such documentaries as cheetahs uh <laughs> uh i snapped right uh tyler perry's acrimony i am well aware of the many vices and many destructive results of infidelity in a personal life and even though you found those pennies in my car seat i would never condone such actions and we will be looking into this but nothing wrong happened in this car i know we will investigate the matters and we will take the appropriate actions at hand right motherfuckers man uh but yeah 100 for them of course uh let's see a fake progressive who's running for michigan governor says hello black people i too enjoy popeyes well goddamn, you just got my vote i tell you that much buddy 
uh you're gonna get 100 percent of the popeye's constituency if you know what i'm saying are you handing any out at the polls because uh i'm gonna vote twice all I right you use hot sauce on my chicken what, I, i'm what a, talking about here y'all said uh y'all tried to say hillary was pandering for having hot sauce in, his, in her bag but she didn't go as far as to say i too enjoy popeye's maybe that's how she would have won she showed up to the breakfast club with a box of popeye's and then pulled the hot sauce out of her bag <laughs> crunching on the air that visual y'all man y'all niggas would have acted real stupid on twitter that day Whew, i'm so glad that didn't happen uh but yeah there are three major major candidates in the race for the next governor of michigan abdul al Said, a leftist candidate in the mode of bernie sanders gretchen whitmer an establishment candidate who happily holds fundraisers with health insurance companies and um shiri thanadar a completely fake progressive who claims he'll be a fiscally savvy bernie but didn't even decide whether to run as a democrat or republican until last year multiple sources told the intercept last week but only thanadar uh managed to do a facebook post so insanely bad this weekend that it led to comparisons with donald trump's emphasis taco bowl tweet uh, infamous taco bowl tweet he posted a video inviting people to join him at a black caucus event and well uh oh my god oh my god he posted about going to popeyes for a black caucus event i'm forcefully reminded of benny johnson tweeting a photo of his chicken and waffles dinner to celebrate martin luther king jr day yeah at popeyes on woodward and manchester here to attend the gubernatorial debate on the black caucus at the ford recreation center in highland park Oh, Will no. I see you there? Oh, that picture. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. He done loosened up the tie. Hey. Rolled his sleeves up. Hey, because when you working a three-piece spicy, sometimes you got to loosen up a tie and roll up a sleeve, okay? Can't he is get, not alone. Can't get that grease on that blue shirt. Now, this is how you get my vote, okay? Because I have, I have related to the food sweats, okay? When you are going in on a thigh sometimes you need to get a little breathing room okay he might have untucked his shirt under there when you biting the hell out of a leg listen when you are sprinkling some of that cajun sparkle on your fries and you start getting the meat sweats you might have to loosen up a knot you know what i'm saying i I feel you bro i appreciate the realness right here he really is holding the chicken too uh <laughs> that was staged that could only be better if that black woman from popeyes that don't was right behind him, that, that like, woman that don't really work for uh popeyes showed up right and she was like uh, good day governor oh wait we're on camera <laughs> i'm sorry oh i see you trying some of my chicken baby mm, i made this chicken hand battered in the slavery tears myself you know how she always extra and I like it. She always act like she made all the food at Popeye's too. Right. I see you got three of my battered shrimp. <laughs> like you ain't make this mail. You ain't at every store. They don't know how a commercial with her actually in the kitchen doing some work. She would, man, you know, she would have had an actor's union down there in fucking three minutes. Come on. One day I'm going to go to New Orleans and try to Popeye's in New Orleans and everybody says better. Mm-hmm. Cheryl, we're going to need you to actually in this commercial to fry some chicken. <gasps> I don't think so. <laughs> where's my stand-in why i never <laughs> good day to you sir and you sir and you as well <laughs> i don't know why she talks like that in my head but that's how i feel and then they're like and action Ooh, try some of my brand new honey fried shrimps Mm-mm-mm, delicious it'll make you slap your mama louisiana fast 
Come on down, Popeyes. Love that chicken at Popeyes. <laughs> and cut. Oh my, I do declare it. So, it's a mite hot in this kitchen. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> you said, uh, at the Popeyes on Weirwood in Manchester, here to attend the gubernatorial debate for the Black Caucus at the Ford Recreation Center in Highland Park. Will I see you there? You'll see me at that Popeyes. You probably won't see me at the, at the debate though. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. real. Uh, he also, uh, it's also hard not to note the similarities of Trump posting the Taco Bell thing, uh, the Taco Bowl tweet. Meanwhile, you know, he was celebrating Cinco de Mayo and, you know, kicking, uh, kicking Latino people out of the country, so. And eating not real taco, um, uh, Mexican food. Mm-hmm. When asked about the video, which has since been deleted during a local radio interview on Sunday, uh, Then, Thenadar said, i just happened to be there i love spicy chicken and he said he deleted the post because its only purpose was to invite people to the black caucus debate once the event was over there was no point keep it up keeping it up he said and he we have reached to his campaign and about the post and they will and we will update if we receive a response despite his obvious con uh thenadar is leading in some polls partly because his huge personal wealth has allowed him to spend more than a million dollars in advertising including one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a super bowl spot uh as nathan robinson wrote of thanadar today in current affairs he's exactly the kind of candidate democrats should avoid one who have promising political careers solely because they're very rich who view progressivism as an expedient but meaningless brand and of course those who post about how much they love popeyes i mean to promote their attendance at the black caucus events god damn well i don't know Libby. you seem pretty biased against my man thanadar and uh i'm willing to give him a chance okay I need to see what his issue, what his uh, platform is on the issues because um, I can always get behind a candidate that supports making the weight on spicy a little shorter. Okay, <laughs> what if he go to the Black Caucus and his every debate point he just answers with Popeye's chicken? Uh, now, much like Popeye's chicken, people cannot wait on the government to come in and save them. Okay. <laughs> this this is an interesting question you have about school voucher programs it reminds me of red beans and rice now when i say red beans (laughs) it reminds me of a biscuit i once had at uh this is a very interesting interesting question you since you bring it up oh man ah uh, zero to 100 karen oh uh, i am a 25 uh i would give it yeah probably like a 25 i guess i'm not fucked with zero i get zero i'm not fucked with i don't care i just wouldn't it's vote actually for very hilarious no yeah me i just wouldn't vote for the motherfucker it's not that it's not that serious i'm more well i guess i'm more upset that he's leading in some polls but I'm only going off what the article told me, and that was by a white woman. I don't trust her either. <laughs> I don't trust you, Libby. Like I'm gonna need some a black opinion on who the fuck got my best interest in mind. I don't know. Santa Dog might be down for the for the cause. Are you out here, you know? And then she compared all the candidates to Bernie and said the one that was the closest to Bernie was the one to vote for. So I don't know. She might be a Russian plant for out this motherfucker. Nah so nope you're not catching me libby zero uh (laughs) i do one more um 
a black teen was nearly shot after knocking on the door asking for directions to school hmm, put that on the list list of things black people not supposed to do wait for the coffee on wait waiting starbucks for a friend to show up knock on a door to go to school for directions where you guys say we need to be going anyway 14 year old 14 years old brendan walker missed his bus on thursday morning started walking to school he thought knocking on the door to ask for directions would help he didn't think it would nearly get him shot the rochester hills michigan teenager attempted to trace the bus route on foot after he said he woke up late and missed the bus brendan didn't have a phone with him because his mother had taken away his punishment as miles of teens are wont to do and he got lost along the way when he approached the house asked for a direction he was met with a gun i got to the house i knocked on the lady's door then she started yelling at me and was like why are you trying to break into my house i was trying to explain to her that i was trying to get directions to rochester high and she kept yelling at me then the guy came downstairs and he grabbed the gun i saw it and turned to run started to run and that's when i heard the gunshot if i knock on your motherfucking door why am i breaking in your house that's and not that, how people break into houses last time i checked that's not how and why are you shooting at him he's running away why are you shooting at him this could have ended a whole different way and y'all know if it would have it went, it went that other way he wasn't allowed to tell a side of the story it would have been uh what was that kid doing he probably was trying to break in the house that, i mean that's their word against his right you know like they that's what they walked out they opened the door with you trying to break in my house you think they what do you think they were gonna tell the cops uh the man shot luckily missed my mom says that black boys get shot because sometimes they don't look their age and i don't look my age i'm 14 but i don't look 14 i'm kind of happy that like i didn't become a statistic said brendan first of all son you do look 14 and you just look like a 14 year old black kid right in your eyes he looks 14 because we look at our children as children right you don't you look like a 14 year old human being secondly you didn't get shot because you didn't look 14 you didn't almost get shot for that you almost got shot because those people were racist right you could have been 12 you could have been 10 you could have been eight they they decided when they opened that door that what the story was before you could say a word local police said they could not justify what happened to the teenager but i bet you nobody's getting arrested uh the oakland county sheriff michael bouchard told the click of detroit that the shooting was completely unacceptable on every level but i bet you nobody's going to jail i don't know how you would justify but it certainly doesn't pass the muster he said uh oh we have just learned what charges a man who allegedly sorry uh it's past the muster i always thought it was past the mustard okay learn something new today i was like grape upon oh am i thinking about cut the mustard or is that cut the mustard too i call it cut the mustard past the mustard mm. it's, it's mustard well i'll just well i'll be damned i've been fucking that up my whole life anyway <clears throat> uh brendan's mother said it was definitely a hate crime the house had a ring a ring doorbell which according to fox 2 detroit recorded the incident um investigators let Wright and her son see the video one of the things that stand out that probably angers me the most is while i was watching the tape you can hear the wife say why did these people choose my house who are these people and that set me off i didn't want to believe it was what it appeared to look like we never do when i heard her say that it was like but it is it is what it looks like uh many on social media have remarked on what happened to brennan with some noting that this is what it means to be black in america um let me um go to the next section because we're about to get cut off but uh, uh real quickly karen before i do that zero to 100 100 yeah i had to give it 100 as well that was uh 
pathetic on every level um and racist and it fucks with me because you know uh i used to be a 14 year old black kid and so did a lot of us and he could have not made it past that age over racism um yeah some people tweeted about it um jeff yang said guns cause tragedies because they are the most efficient tool we have for converting bigotry Mm -hmm. um uh fear and anger into death this kid was lucky he shouldn't have had to be lucky you know this is one of those things too man when i talk about not wanting people to have guns and uh i hate them to harp on this point again but there's way more white people than there are black people so even if you had this argument of black people need guns to protect themselves what was gonna protect this 14 year old boy you sending your 14 year old kid to school with a gun you not you know you're not and he can't knock on the neighbor's door for directions because he might get shot you know like nothing's gonna change that so sometimes i hear people say shit where they're like um if black people had guns both of these situations um the one with the cops in starbucks i think those men would be dead if they had guns of course and this one um i this kid was in danger because there are too many guns in america and people like this have guns and your kid can't ask for directions and you're not gonna arm this kid so it's it's just yeah like this is also the power of a gun intoxicating the people um yeah so um uh yeah and the jamil smith hits it right on the head renisha mcbride died like this and in a way so did jonathan pharrell yep and now brandon walker knocks on the neighbor's door asks for directions nearly killed by a homeowner who shot at him your son almost became a hashtag a reporter told brandon's mom yep he almost did and it really shouldn't have to, it really should never have to get to that uh but a hundred for me <clears throat> all right let's do something uh real quick we'll try to do something a little bit lighter how about uh um let me do some white people news and get out of here guys i know you guys are into that it's a big hit on the streets and i know it's a big hit too because y'all lie to me and say y'all hate it then guess what y'all do turn around and send me clips and videos and say right did you are you gonna play this on the show they do i'll be seeing them right so somebody lying and it ain't me so some of y'all need to look in your mirror and get right with god okay duh because you can't you can't be out here i prepared y'all for the worst so y'all can survive and you can't be out here blaming me for shit like this uh so here's the latest one um that i just heard of uh this weekend because literally dozens of you have flooded my inbox my dms um everything with oh wait i actually have to play yeah they cut the audio on um forgot they cut the audio on um youtube because it's not on there legally or whatever and you know she's very litigious but uh anyway uh, i'll just play it from spotify then do you remember 28th night of september love was changing the minds of pretenders chasing the clouds away our hearts were ringing and the key that our souls were singing Oh shit, say that you remember 
Does playing when they're escorting them black dudes out of Starbucks. Is that a piccolo out here? What the fuck is happening with this song? Tay Tay did her thing, Karen, and I think you need to recognize. Boo! Oh, so you're not gonna watch Taylor Swift headline Coachella next year at three mm-hmm. in the morning? Mm-hmm. Okay then. Mm-hmm. Take my black ass to sleep. All right, <clears throat> let's get into this white people news. I'm gonna skip the Trump news today. I don't feel like talking about it. Um, let's see what's happening. Simon calls ex fiance is suing Tiger and his five year old son King Cairo oh the baby too what's happening Mm-hmm. apparently the lawsuit stems from um mezgan huzaini um renting her beverly hills mansion out to the rapper for forty thousand dollars a month oh tiger moved into the home back in march 2017 but he has since allegedly decided for some reason to refrain from paying this monthly rent he thought that was a good idea as expected lawsuit was put out she claims that she he stopped paying his rent for the property back in january and she's suing in the effort to evict him from the property and collect the rest of the rent still owed come on the strangest part about this whole thing is the fact that tiger's five-year-old son king cairo is listed as a defendant if you wonder how that's possible it's because tiger put his son's name on the lease what look when the kardashians like a black dude they like them real black i guess ain't nothing blacker than putting your lease in your son's name specifically king cairo grown ass man king cairo's listed as other defendants he gonna grow up with fucked up credit right he's gonna be 10 getting getting bills from Citibank. uh your credit is 210 right. i don't even know what a credit score is right i'm in first grade well your ass ain't gonna be in first grade much longer because these checks ain't clear this latest lawsuit is not the first one for the 28 year old rapper earlier this year he was facing potential jail time if he could not pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars following the no show for a court appearance the court date was connected to a lawsuit filed by a fan who received head injuries after being struck by a light fixture at one of his concerts the woman who filed the lawsuit cheyenne rakina won the case and it was awarded two hundred thirty five thousand dollars once again tiger allegedly decided for some inexplicable reason that he didn't want to pay that amount it's slightly more positive news the rapper's next item album kyoto is currently available on all major music streaming platforms so that's positive i guess mm-hmm. better get that white woman her money come on uh cheryl is raging after liam payne re- discusses relationship struggles as they celebrate son bear's first birthday can we get pictures what's happening no here? you cannot get pictures karen these are not those type of articles not every white person news article is one about how they dress okay i, I handle assume the pictures, they all like that i have pictures and you handle the the commentary okay Mm-mm-mm. yes you can have pictures i'll put them up thank you i assume they all like that uh cheryl is apparently furious with her boyfriend liam payne after he candidly discussed their relationship struggles he was out here spilling the tea on his own relationship oh, the pair are due to be celebrating son bear's first birthday together today but the bedroom floor singer's recent interview has left his girlfriend raging 
cheryl is furious and inside a claim she isn't a fan of putting her personal life out there and if it hadn't been her choice uh if it had been her choice Liam wouldn't have said anything at all she doesn't want to make a big deal of it but she's fuming the source added cheryl wishes she had he had put everything about their problems out there she knew he talked about her their relationship in a chat but the reaction to the interview have has really upset her well who's putting this information out about the relationship because either cheryl or a friend of cheryl so why wouldn't they be bad sound like cheryl wanted to get her side out and then she told the paper don't say it's for me right the claims come after liam admitted they had struggles during a recent interview the couple have faced intense scrutiny over their romances uh suggesting they are close to splitting the one direction star refused uh to say things were perfect in their relationship explaining i'm not gonna sit here and say that everything's absolutely fine and dandy because of course you go through different things and that's what a relationship is but we go through them together as a family and that's the most important thing for me discussing the split rumors he added to the evening standard the funniest thing was this was the week a week before we were getting married the next week we were splitting up but cheryl and liam had had uh do have something to celebrate as baby bear is enjoying his first birthday and the dad was the first to share a message uh to his tot posting a snap of the pair holding hands on instagram can't believe my little man is one today where does the time go happy birthday son you're my world and then the world emoji and bear oh we still ain't got no pics what Mm-mm. oh publishing took too long time out okay all right well let me try this one more time uh, no problem. see what i can do guys sorry y'all didn't get the pictures Mm-mm. i know that's why most of y'all come that's why i'm here um so i can look and forget about them mm-hmm. i don't remember nobody's name uh what about now is it showing anything let me try let's see if i go back over here uh doesn't like it showing anything on my side might need to refresh all right oh wait a minute wait a minute it just popped up there you go okay cool oh oh that's so cute holding that little baby hand and then this is what he looked like him and cheryl but she don't like him spreading their business out there in the street so watch your mouth son okay this is one of the reasons that uh my man left y'all band mm-hmm. the backstreet boys are back it's just coming back oh that's uh, instinct that's the wrong band my bad the backstreet boys are back and they are launching a tequila brand and a barbecue restaurant should a backstreet boys aren't baby back yes baby back the backstreet boys have been going strong as a band for over 20 years and and now they <laughs> set their sights on another project the food and beverage industry at the recent performance in cancun the backstreet boys sat down with a tasting table reporter to talk about their love for tequila and eventual plans to launch their own brand of, of the spirit additionally tmz has obtained documents stating that bsb entertainment a company owned by all the current members of the backstreet boys has filed for to trademark backstreet barbecue for use in a restaurant mm. backstreet okay. barbecue does not sound appetizing sounds like uh sounds like some sketchy barbecue i got this out the back street y'all want some no thank you i've been roasting it all day no i'm Mm, good bro mm, you can keep that while (laughs) while backstreet bar while backstreet boys have that sound like you're gonna eat that barbecue and get arrested right we don't gonna be a sting they definitely call the police on black people at backstreet barbecue you know they do uh i just want to come and use the wi-fi in the bathroom uh black man without ribs (laughs) something suspicious 
uh in all fairness i called the cops on the black man without ribs too though um ah! while the backstreet boys have not yet commented on their barbecue endeavor they seem excited to announce their foray into tequila uh i like a good reposado or aneo said kevin richardson uh and that led us into talking about tequila, uh, tequila venture and we'll be coming out that we'll be coming out with we just need to find a partner here in mexico all right celebrities with tequila brands are quite common justin timberlake diddy mario lopez and adam levine mario lopez wow um george clooney also found success in the tequila market casimingo's tequila which clooney co-founded in 2013 sold in june 2017 the massive alcoholic beverages company diageo for a billion dollars shit while at this point it's clear that the backstreet boys are still very early in on the process of creating that tequila and restaurant we can only hope the boys follow through on these on these ventures otherwise they should really quit playing games with my heart little, little jokey joke from the crispy thank you uh you gonna go out there and uh get you some uh backstreet boys tequila and barbecue can no okay i'm good uh tommy lauren kicked her dog five times for chewing her bone too loudly oh i thought because the because the dog voted for trump what are we talking about i mean not trump but for, obama uh, mm-hmm. um, oh no for hillary clinton <coughs> here's the thing though unlike when she said black lives matter was a terrorist organization uh white people actually got mad at her for this yeah don't pay the folks they care about them animals cancel tommy was going around on twitter and I- it wasn't black people for the first time right mm-hmm uh yeah apparently uh tmz caught up with tommy lauren in la to ask her about the instagram story where she said she kicked her dog five times the media personally claimed the media personality claimed she was kidding about it Mm -mm. i don't think everyone's upset i think people are pretty logical they understand it was a joke she told the cameraman when the interviewer noted that the people were offended lauren laughed it off and chalked it up to being a slow news day Mm -hmm. this is about you there are seemingly uh that's right that's what the the tmz see they don't do that anymore they used to be mean but that's what i would have said so it's only a slow day when we want to talk about you right you you ain't newsworthy she would have been like no uh i mean let me say something hateful about black people real quick hold on uh um but yeah see uh there were seemingly endless reasons to hate lumpy blonde vat of mayonnaise known as tommy lauren but the fox contributor decided to add another one to the list kicking dogs it's bad enough that everything lauren says is garbage but hey why not throw in some animal abuse as the rap points out lauren admitted to kicking her dog during a fox seven friends appearance on a video she shared on her instagram story why the world what you were doing during my entire fox and friends hit lauren says in the video oh i know chewing on her damn bone as loud as she possibly could so i had to kick her about five times during the show her dog seems to be fine with no obvious signs of harm but animal abuse particularly the kicking of god's most angelic creatures is no laughing matter coda deserves to chew on her bone says punishment dog loving humans across the internet exploded to lauren's video responded to lauren's video by understandably asking if the dog abuse is listed in her job description Mm-mm-mm. well that's par for the course to me hates black people hates dogs come on Mm-mm. no we're the only part that's weird is uh white people care about them dogs no that's not weird. not they the black people love animals. so sad unless you're a dark brown i thought the people that support her about you i thought the people that support her would be dog hating white people much to my surprise they are not not unless it's about them animals yeah true and not them dark animals not them dog animals we don't care nothing about them well also 
where they gonna get their avatars from if they don't have dogs so that makes sense karen or uh, eagles hmm? dog and american eagles and flags but mostly dogs come on uh area winter dons a glittering outfit including bejeweled daisy dukes in a new instagram video been a while since we covered area winter she was falling off man i wonder what happened to her she was in the news every day dealing with her boyfriend problems and shit not wearing enough clothes wearing too much clothes body positivity body shaming it was everywhere she's known for her love of tiny denim cutoffs and on sunday area winter gave her beloved daisy dukes an upgrade posting a video of herself in a bejeweled garment on instagram the 20 year old modern family actress kept it sparkly with the silver with a silver crop top oh that girl somebody said she got a breast reduction oh yeah she been had that though i think yeah that's she got that like last maybe last year the year before yeah and you know when you get the breast reduction all of a sudden the titties ain't popping in everybody's face so mm. you well might- she started showing off the ass a little more yeah she made the transition last year you know good for her um not shaming either way oh i'm not shaming either yeah. way too yeah she could do what she wanted to do honey i don't have big breasts but women with big breasts and that have had reductions they like that's the best thing best decision they ever made the kids kids bang bang starlet shone brightly in the eye-catching ensemble that showed off plenty of ariel's eye-popping cleavage her wavy dark tresses were flicked on one side and cascaded over the raven-haired beauty shoulder the standout feature of the actress makeup was a slash of deep red lipstick that made the most of winter's full pouting lips uh now what's funny is if she would have had these sparkling ass daisy dukes on but lived in a trailer park we'd just be calling her you know trailer trash but bedazzling her jeans but when you rich it's different the paranorman voice actor actress will next appear in lil and as lil in the last movie star the film stars burt reynolds as an aging actor and goes on limited release in the u.s later this month the role written specifically for 82 year old reynolds follows much of his own career trajectory from college player to a hunky leading man to a faded star no thank you won't be watching that burt reynolds is 82 i didn't know that these niggas is old uh all right man we got to get out of here so you know what that means we got to talk about uh some sort of ratchetness before we go and uh i'll be right back on this motherfucker at three because uh like i said me and bossy about to do our thing um so let me play this where why did i move this there we go so erogenous Bridgeport, a man and his sword caused some trouble at a liquor store in the city earlier this month, according to an incident report. Michael Booker, 51, of Benham Avenue, was charged with second-degree assault, second-degree breach of peace, second-degree threatening, and carrying a dangerous weapon. Around 4.45 p.m. on April 4th, police were sent to the Pequannock Liquor Store um, for the report of an assault. When officers arrived, they found one man, later identified as Booker, bleeding from the head and being belligerent, the incident report said. Mm-hmm. Uh he was detained. 
as a cause interview booker and two other men identify as the owner of the liquor store and the victim of the assault story started to unfold booker said booker and the victim of the assault began an argument in the store booker would later claim the other man bumped him bumped into him and had been threatening him for a long time oh shit when the two started to argue the owner of the liquor store asked the two men to step outside to cool down instead when they were outside the physical fight began witnesses told the police the fight started when booker tried to punch the 50 year old victim then booker left the uh, area before being returning with a sword by the time booker returned the victim had gone back inside the store booker sword in hand entered the store and started swinging it at the victim the report said hitting him once on the back police noted a rip on the back of the man's coat the victim told police he defended himself with his cane yeah he's 50 when booker <laughs> was swinging the sword at him during the assault the store owner said he drew his firearm fearing for his safety told booker to drop the sword booker complied shortly after at the police interview everyone involved and any witnesses booker was arrested the owner of the store has a valid connecticut pistol permit and the incident report said uh officers found the sword under a nearby pickup truck the victim declined medical attention booker was treated for his injuries the medical personnel tried to get booker onto a stretcher he became irate stating he would burn this place down i would shoot the cops and that he is going to sue the bridgeport police department damn you wanted to go to jail for a long time booker bond was set at twenty-five thousand dollars. so up that's it for the day guys like i said i'll be right back um and we'll be back tomorrow with another show we appreciate everybody for tuning in until next time i love you i love you too oh and also uh, we were on leonard brothers show yes look we and listen podcast mm-hmm. as guests for black lightning recap of episode 12 yes and we won't be live tweeting uh the walking dead tonight exactly all right well i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.